Hey there, hey. And thank you for tuning into this Thursday pod of Born to Be a Star. So I had a pretty much shitty day. My manager let me leave work early because I was dying at work and she felt sympathetic to me. Thank God. Um, so that was great. I got to come home and get in the bed with Benny and just relax and going to probably have dinner at some point soon. <coughs> Trying to get as much rest as I can to get back up tomorrow, go back to work. God willing. But the day is another day and another opportunity for us to recognize our star power, for us to recognize our reflections in the mirror, whether the reflection in the mirror is on your phone, in the bathroom, in the car or your bedroom or wherever the reflection may be, maybe even in your watch. If you have a blingy enough watch to see your reflection in, regardless of where you're looking at your reflection, you need to reflect on where you've been and where you're going. Your reflection is you and you need to love who you're looking at in that mirror. Every day we need to resonate with the idea that we are good enough, we are cool, and we are the difference in the day. The stars are the light and the darkness, and we have to resonate that message, not just in saying it, but being it, right? Instead of me, like, going back to what I always go back to, the person that wants to, you know, get payback, or the person that doesn't allow herself to be happy and instead wants to be like everybody else you know what fuck that i'm a happy energetic optimistic person and if you don't like my happy energetic optimism then you can suck a tree as far as i'm concerned i'm not going to lose sight of me for anybody else and today is just another day where you have to resonate that in yourself Yes, look at your reflection and love for who you're looking at. Not just that, but we need to also be messaging to ourselves, yes, we can. Yes, we can decide that we want to try something out new or we want to change our mind or we want to, you know, read a new book. Maybe we want to join a book club. Maybe we want to learn a new language travel to another country maybe we want to get a new car maybe we want to move out of our mom's basement maybe we want to buy a house or rent an apartment or maybe we want to get a gym membership or get a trainer at a gym or maybe you want to sign up for tone it up maybe you want to start Herbalife. maybe you want to start another way of eating and, a, and you want to change up your health Whatever it is, you should be resonating with yourself. Yes, I can. Yes, we can. Maybe you want to learn how to play chess. Maybe you want to do Taekwondo. Maybe you want to do a lot of things. Regardless of that, you should be saying to yourself, I can accomplish it. I can do it. Yes, I can. Yes, we can. If you resonate the idea that you can accomplish something and you can complete something, then you're going to do it. Following the yes, you can is the never give up. I'm going to shout out John Cena like I do every day. Thank you for resonating this message of positivity within me and everybody that I love and care for. Never giving up is not giving up on yourself or anybody you love because it's understanding that you have to persevere through the difficulty to get to the opposite side of that. Life is not always easy. Typically, life is hard. We are just all living different variations of what Jesus experienced. And some people might disagree with me. Maybe they're Muslim. Maybe they're Jewish. Maybe they're something else. There's a lot of different things that people want to believe in. I personally believe in Jesus Christ and I follow Catholicism. Um, as a child, I was Baptist. And then I followed after my husband's family and I became Catholic. And I'm so happy I made that decision. I love being Catholic. I love Catholicism and I love Jesus Christ. He is my savior, my king, and the one that I follow. He is the light in the darkness. And so I will spend my life trying to be like him. And you know what? That's not a bad thing to try to be like. Never give up to me is instilling the light in people that don't recognize their light, right? That's what never give up means. It means that if your cousin calls you and tells you that he or she has cancer, you have to be there to tell them you're going to get through it. You're going to be okay. If your mom tells you that she's sick or something happens to your brother or your husband or your wife, you have to be there to get through the difficulty with them, right? Hold their hand. If your wife's going into labor or you find out you can't have kids or you find out you're going to have to deal with infertility, like 
you have to be there for that person. Like the husband can be experiencing difficulty about that or the wife. A lot of things could be difficult in life. Maybe you wanted to move to one state and it didn't work out. So you have to move to another. Maybe you wanted to go to one college and it didn't work out. and You didn't get the scholarships and you have to give up. Regardless of what the circumstance may be or what you're experiencing, don't give up on yourself or anybody that you love. Because when you hold on and you get through it to the next side, you get to the better. Following that is the why not today. It drives me crazy when people cave into indecisiveness and um, procrastination. One, I used to get trapped in indecisiveness for a lot of reasons. I thought it was convenient to be the person that can't make up their mind, but it's really inconvenient, right? Indecisiveness is not a good thing, right? And procrastination, should I do this? Should I do that? That's not good either. If the dishwasher doesn't work in the kitchen and you don't feel like washing everything with Dawn, you probably need to call somebody to fix it, right? If your washing machine is not working and you got a load of laundry to do, if you don't want to have to drive to the laundromat, you better figure out another person to fix it, right? These are things we should be doing, and these are things we are not doing. Why not today means, why put off today for tomorrow? Why not do things when you have the available time and wait for the available time? That's insane. We shouldn't be those people. We should be five steps ahead, ten steps ahead. We should have a five-year plan. Maybe a ten-year plan is too far away. But we should have a plan of how we're going to accomplish things, how we're going to do things, and how we're going to persevere for tomorrow. We should be doing that. Maybe that's impossible at some point. But in other ways, it shouldn't be, right? It really shouldn't. Regardless of that, I want to instill in you, believe that you can get away from indecisiveness and that you can stop procrastinating because your life depends on you making decisions and you're going to have to make them. So make them with me. Let's make them together. Let's step away from indecisiveness, away from procrastination, and let's be better human beings together. You, me, us, them, they, us, together. The world. Moving on from that, my fellow stars, let's get to no media allowed. No media allowed. No media allowed. Cause they lie to us. They lie to us anyway. The start off, Trump won with the Supreme Court. No surprise. Did the Democrats actually think they were going to be able to keep him off the ballot in Colorado? They tried to use. The fact that he was an insurrectionist on January 6th, but he's never been charged with insurrection. And they can't charge him with insurrection because he didn't do insurrection. January 6th was American patriots showing up to the capital of the United States of America and saying they didn't like what was happening. One, because they knew that there was a lot of cheating and things that were happening blatantly in their face that they didn't agree with. They killed Ashley Babbitt and acted like her life didn't matter. Yet they did the Black Lives Matter protest and they did all that bullshit. But the moment people showed up and disagreed with them about electing in Joe Biden, they had a negative reaction. And I had a very detailed conversation with Skip earlier. He brought up a valid point. His point was the Democrats and the left didn't like January 6th because people showed up. And this is a country of people. They hate freedom and they hate the idea that people would be willing to fight for that. I love my American flag. I love being American. I love all the values. I love everything that makes us unique, right? Red, white, and blue, the 4th of July, Everything that makes us American. Burgers and fries, right? A red tee and some blue shorts and jeans and sneakers. And soccer and, and all and everything that happens with it. I love all those things. Honestly. They hate America. But they didn't win. Trump won. And although I was sick and I went home early from work. The best thing I could have discovered today was that, that Trump beat them. Not only is Trump going to beat Colorado, but he's going to beat Massachusetts. He's 
going to beat California. He's going to beat New York. And he's going to beat any other state coming after him with this illegal stuff, right? There is a U.S. Constitution, and you cannot attack one person, man or woman, in this regard. You cannot go after people like this and not have any evidence or proof to hold up in court. See, when you become a lawyer and you have to pass the bar or you're a judge and you hold that that seat and that leverage and you're that person, you cannot make decisions like this because they're going to have consequences. And if the Supreme Court doesn't want the entire nation to turn on them, then they have to make more decisions like this. It's like a requirement. Not only did Donald Trump beat them today, but I think this is kind of some clarification for some of these other cases going forward. At some point, all the cases, the one in New York, the one in Washington, whatever, whatever state that they're in, they're going to end up going to the Supreme Court because he's going to continue to ask for a mistrial or he's going to continue to, uh, you know, claim that he's not being treated correctly because he's not. There's two lanes here. I want to also bring up the point outside of the fact that Donald Trump won his case today, which he should have. Today, all the, you know, the dirty laundry came out the closet on Joe Biden and what he did with the documentation that he had in that garage in a car. I think that today we know 100 percent without a doubt that Donald Trump is going to be the next president for the next four years. The proof that came out against Biden proves that he is not competent. He should not be the president of the United States of America, and they should be taking him away from that. It's actually inhumane to allow him to still pretend to be the president. Now, we all know he is a shadow president and the real president right now is Obama. You can tell that by the moves that have been made, the decisions that have been done and everything that's happening here. Right. You could tell basically. Right. The reason that they're attacking Donald Trump and they're throwing all the shit on him and they're trying to act like they have something and they're not taking into consideration that a lot of these cases are going to end up in the Supreme Court. None of this shit's going to fly. They're trying to taint everybody before the election comes. But I think it's not working because what does Biden have to run on that? He's not strong, that he is a liar, that he is corrupt, that he's a rogue agent, that he's been lying to us forever. He doesn't like black people. He is racist, not just against black people, but anybody that's not white. He thinks dead presidents from other countries are still alive that died in 1996. And he is clearly incompetent. And it's just embarrassing at this point. I mean, that's not my president. My president is Trump. Now, I know Trump is not actually the president, but I'm not going to give Biden that title because he doesn't deserve it. There's multiple wars going on at this point. China's going to decide to take Taiwan at any point. And why are we involved in that? I don't like the idea that even some of those Republicans that wanted to vote on that stupid ass bill that got rejected by Schumer and fucking McConnell that wasn't going anywhere. I don't like the idea that they actually signed off on that and claimed that there was good things in it. Right. And I know I jumped the ball in a lot of different conversations there. But Joe Biden has dirty laundry and we can all see it together. Him lying about where the documents were in a garage, the pictures of the boxes, the titles with the tape on the boxes so we know what they were. And he really did an interview with a pretend um, journalist and he had the audacity to say, on national television in the United States of America that he doesn't know how Donald Trump did that, but he did things far worse because he had documentation that he wasn't supposed to have because he wasn't the president, right? He had documentation from when he was the senator and when he was the vice president, which means he doesn't get any of that. And they claim they can't bring this case up and they can't charge Biden because of his age and his mental capacity. 
But at the time he took the documentation, the age wasn't a question or his mental capacity. So I think this is a knife in the pie. And I think this is over. I think there's no way in hell or heaven that Joe Biden is going to win anything. Because the stuff that they wanted to hide, the things that they didn't want us to see, all this evidence that we're seeing, even though he's not being charged, this shows that we're 100% correct. He's not competent. He's incompetent. He doesn't know what the hell is going on. He's completely delirious, completely gone. He's a shell. He is a puppet. And they want him to stay there so they can do their far leftist insanity. But it's not working. Today, Americans, we need to rise. We have won the battle of Trump versus Colorado. And we are likely going to win the battle of Trump versus Boston. And we're even, or uh, sorry, Maine. And we're also going to win any other battle that these dumbass Democratic states want to put up against us. And now I live in New England, right? I live in a state that is part of the hype, right? I do. But I live here. That doesn't mean I'm not American. The idea of the Star Spangled Banner and the Pledge of Allegiance and the Constitution and the words written on the papers aren't something that can be changed. See, the men that wrote these documents when they did understood the power of the people. And I want to resonate in every American listening to this and not just Americans, but especially Americans, because other countries have folded and just become nothing. Right. And no one's fighting for them. And when I speak and I resonate what's happening in America or what's happening in Spain or what's happening around the world in crappy countries like China that want to just demoralize their people and they don't care about what people think. When I talk about what's happening around the world and just how much of a joke Biden is and no one takes him seriously. Is he really siding with Hamas or the Houthis or Iran and he's like warning them when they're going to go on an attack and he's really going to Netanyahu telling him we need to calm down on what we're doing blah 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 we've got a war to fight here not just around the world but in the United States of America where we're fighting against these liberal lunatics when I see people driving around with five stickers on their car All right, overhear conversations with people trying to rationalize Joe Biden. I have a deep, just confusion there. Not only just confusion, but not only, not just that, but it's just like, do you even know what the hell you're talking about? Are you really siding with democratic policies because you want free handouts? The handouts are attached to an anchor and a weight, and they're going to drown you. Do you really want to live like that? Do you want to live in a country where you do not have freedom of speech and you don't have any rights? Now, you might not like that I could say whatever the fuck I want and talk about anybody that I want. I could chastise them. I could love them. I could hate them. I could want to be them. I could tell you that they're the greatest people in the world. I could tell you that they suck. You might agree with me or disagree with me. And you are totally entitled to your opinion, just as I am about anything. I've attacked Ben Shapiro. I've attacked a lot of people. Yesterday, I asked a question about Joe Rogan. Is he really on the side of Republicans or conservatives or Christians? We can have these conversations, right? But America, Americans, we cannot just sit here and allow these people to take away our rights. Are we really pretending that Joe Biden doesn't want to be like Chi or Putin They want that power in America. They want it. Wake up, Americans. See these people for who they are. Wolves in sheep clothing pretending like they're not out out to attack in any regard, in any way. They don't care about the men and women that die that are collateral damage. They don't care about those three black patriots from Georgia that were engineers. 
They don't care about them. They really let Chuck Schumer have a microphone and tell you if you didn't sign off on that dumbass bill that him and Mitch McConnell wrote up that they're going to send your kids to war in Ukraine. That's what the fuck he just said yesterday. Pause. Dear Chuck Schumer, we see you, motherfucker. You're not going to be there long. And you're getting older. You are speaking to a generation that doesn't really hold the weight anymore. And I understand that you like power just like your sucky friend Mitch McConnell. And you think you're going to be able to continue this bullshit over and over and over again. But it's not going to work. Because America is in chaos. And you have failed. Did Biden move too slow with his attacks in uh, Yemen? Here's the answer. Yes. And why are they moving slow? Here's the answer. Because they want to tell Iran when they're doing things. So nothing happens to anyone important in Iran. Duh. If you vote for autocracy, don't complain about it. If you voted for Joe Biden in that last election because you're an always dim, then don't complain about the fact that everything costs too much money and you can't afford this and you can't afford that and you can't do this and you can't do that. Don't do that, right? Don't be that person, right? You voted for it. Lay in your bed that you made, motherfucker. You voted for it. Like, it doesn't matter if you're American or you're Venezuelan or you're whatever country. If you live in a country where they actually let you vote because they don't let people vote in Ukraine and they don't let people vote in a lot of countries, they take away their ability to vote and they move the vote to different months, right? Because they want to hold on to the power longer. That's autocracy, right? That's an autocratic view. If you voted Democratic in the last election and you weren't questioning how Joe Biden got into that office and you're seriously sitting here and you don't think there's a problem, please don't complain or say anything. This is kind of your fault. Children continue to struggle. Now, We talked about that yesterday, but I think the children struggling is far, is far more deep than at the school level. Because not only are children struggling in the school, but the programs that exist to help and save them are being taken away from them because the money that would go to it for education is being given to these foreign motherfuckers that are illegal aliens, right? Or they're just shutting down the schools in New York and telling the kids that they can learn remote. How well did the remote learning go during COVID? Let me be the first one to tell you as an actual educator myself, it failed. Children don't learn better online. They need to be around other kids. In some regards, some children do learn better within uh, remote learning, but not all of them. They lied. The education department is, is working for a race. Here's the thing. And it's Black History Month. And and I'm I'm going to go deep here. Let's begin. Do you understand that they misrepresented Booker T. Washington and a bunch of black known historians now I, I talked about this the other day right do you think they did that on purpose or are they are they just that incompetent that they didn't fix it they have created an entire system where they have indoctrinated children to the point where they don't know anything they 
have convinced parents that their children are a different sex and that the kids can decide what sexuality they want to be. But that's not what this is. That's just just parents wanting attention and women being stupid because they want to be popular and they want their kid to have all the cameras on them and they want all the clout. It's like their desperation to be like Kim Kardashian and her sisters. Now, here's a point I'd like to prove. I've talked about the Kardashians a lot. I've called their mom a pimp, and I still agree that she is one. I still think the way that they came into their fame is not the best way. But I've also admitted that I I still like Kylie. I still like Kim Kardashian. Her bodysuit is kind of amazing. I, I still like them, right? I still fuck with their stuff, right? I, I'm not going to lie about that, right? And I told you about the girl that told me I shouldn't wear Kylie Cosmetics because it's not vegan. I really don't give a fuck what you think. If I like the shade, I'm going to wear it. And that's how I feel about it. That's it. Like, I'm done. Like, what are we talking about, bruh? Like, that's how I feel. So that's what I'm doing, right? Done. Moving on from that, though. Um, I think that. And I'm talking about kids. It's easy to convince yourself that you want to tell your child there's something that they're not. Because you want them to have attention that you want. It's very hard to allow your child to become their own selves. And the the best thing a parent can understand is that a child needs to grow and learn and prosper. And the only thing that a parent can do is be there for them. Not tell them what sexuality they are and indoctrinate them at two and four and five and prepare them to have sex surgery at a child's age that's going to affect them and turn them into a eunuch where they cannot conceive children. Do you know why there's not a lot of kids in America and people aren't having kids? Because society is telling them not to. We are indoctrinating these kids not in middle school, not not in high school, in preschool, in daycare, at home. And anyway, we're indoctrinating kids and we're implementing bullshit in their heads and we're not letting them get to their decision on their own. And why are we doing that? Well, we are doing that because... They've basically been given the okay to do it. Don't you think it's more important that kids know how to read and write in school? Maybe that they can do cursive so they can sign their name once they become older so they know what that is. Don't you think we should be instilling things into children so they're prepared to go to college because they understand they have to go to college? Like, I'm not saying everybody needs to go to college, but I'm saying in some regards, shouldn't we want them to? Now... There's probably other ways that they could become smarter and educated and they could just be creative. And there's a bunch of that stuff. But shouldn't we at least want them to strive for success? Because it doesn't seem like that's the point. It just seems like it's far easier to want to indoctrinate them and take away their ability to do anything. When you take away SATs and you take away testing and you create no child left behind and you take the ability for children to be around other kids to learn and grow. Sometimes some kids are bullies. Sometimes the kid that was bullied punches the bully in the face. Whatever the case may be. I still remember being a kid. Luckily, I was really smart, so I didn't have to deal with a bunch of shit. But that's not the point, right? I remember being a kid. I remember some people being really just fucking annoying. I remember that. But I still remember learning. I remember my third grade teacher, Miss Baker, which was the reason why I wanted to be a teacher. Because I wanted to instill the same thing she instilled in me and every child that I could. But unfortunately, the teaching system is rigged, so it didn't work for me. And if you're still an educator, God bless you. But I'm good. I don't want to be a part of this demeaning industry, right? With the teacher unions and all the bullshit that they're a part of. I 
don't want to be a part of that shit. And I'm not going to be. So I, I disconnected myself entirely. And the only part that I'll be a part of in that is when I figure out what school my what private school my children will go to once we have them. That's it, right? It's going to be a private Catholic school. And that's just the end of that conversation. They've completely ruined um, education. Completely. And the only way we're going to fix it is if we get competent people back in office. And the government, I don't know why they're a part of student loans. Joe Biden just admitted that he's going to, the Supreme Court said he couldn't do something, but he's going to do it anyway. When I hear these Democrats talk about minorities, especially black students, and I hear their responses, right? Like, we, we have to take all this testing away so that black people, why aren't you allowing the testing? Because if you allow the testing, if you allow these programs, then you're going to see the, the kids that do have the talent, right? I grew up in a town that just wanted to bombard everybody and shove everybody in a room, regardless of how smart they were. And I had to fight my way out. Right. I had to fight my way to AP and honors classes because I was smart. Right. I was right. Extremely smart and intelligent when I was in high school. But I had to fight my way to that. If we do not seriously take into consideration how a child's mind works and allow them to grow and prosper the correct way. We are putting these kids in a detriment that we cannot fix. And it's just sad. Like Generation Z, these these motherfuckers that are stuck on TikTok and they can't put their phone down and they don't know how to talk. And they're just illiterate and they're incompetent and they're just they're disconnected from reality. They don't go out. They don't eat. They don't do stuff. They're disconnected. And we have created an environment where this is just going to get worse. We did. Not me specifically, but specifically the education department. If we don't fix this now, we can't fix this later. The Dems are scared because it's pretty obvious that Biden is done. Hillary is done. Nobody wants to hear from Barack Obama or Michelle Obama. Nobody wants to hear from a Democrat. Because guess what? They can lie. But just because the numbers are up on Wall Street doesn't mean the numbers are up on your pockets when you go to the grocery store. Right? Things are not good. Right? They're not. Why are we pretending like things are going to get better? Are they? When? How? That's the question. The Dems are scared. And now all this proof came out about Joe Biden and his secret shit in his garage with these documents. And they can't hide it. They hide everything he does. They baby around with him and pretend like... He gets special privileges. It's a one-sided system here, right? It's a one-sided system. When you get arrested in the United States of America, you're given a phone call, right? And you're given the ability to say guilty or non-guilty. And consideration is supposed to be taken with proof or evidence. I'd like to leave... The conversation with this thought. There is no evidence that Donald Trump raped that woman the other day that got $83 million from him. None. It's just Democrats with power that want to take something away from him. Right? That defamation case was bullshit. And hopefully he get, ends up winning that too. Only because the bitch was dumb enough to go on TV and say that sex is fun. Which means she didn't get raped. She made it up. There's one example of what I'm talking about. Another example of what I'm talking about with the Dems being scared. 
there is record of people admitting that Joe Biden is not competent enough to be held responsible for clearly doing an even worse thing that they blamed Trump for. Just, they're willing to what? Joe Biden cannot recollect when his son died. He can't recollect when he was the vice president. He doesn't know the dates. He doesn't know the day. He can't have a cognitive conversation. He can't do that now. He's saying dumb shit now. Just, he is not there. And they admit that. So if he is not there, why is he the president? And breaking news, Biden's going to come talk at 7.45 p.m. in the United States of America. Tune into this so you can laugh. I think that the Dems are scared and they should be. Let's move to the main part of the conversation, which is justice will rise. Now, I just finished talking about politics and I think justice will rise. And Joe Biden can come on TV in 20 minutes or whatever time it is. And he could say whatever you want him to, but he's done. I think that justice is not necessarily there automatically when something bad happens. And I think that justice might prevail in a way that you don't expect. I think that it is important that you hold strong and you remain vigilant in understanding how justice does work. When it comes to like serious law and order, justice does exist. If you seriously didn't do something and you're being charged for it, they can make up all the lies they want and they can, you know, plant evidence and do all these things. And and in some ways they might get away with it. But in others they might not. Justice. Will rise. Because it's the truth. And that's the best part about it. Right. When something is happening in real time. In reality. You can't hide it with bullshit. And that brings me to the next part of my conversation. There's no escaping reality. Joe Biden can come out on the White House lawn or wherever the fuck he's going to speak at momentarily and say whatever he wants. But he can't fix this. They can't fix this. When somebody shows who they are or the snake's head is rogue. Right. There's only one way to fix it. Cut the head off. Right. When the snake has gone rogue, you got to kill it. It's over. You can lie and lie and lie and lie and lie because you don't want to face reality because it's difficult. But lying isn't going to get you anywhere. It's bullshit. And honestly... You can't escape reality. You can put on these. You can put on TikTok and you could put on Instagram and you can go on Meta all day and you could pretend like you're some virtual guru and then you have an inability to talk to people in reality because you want to pretend like it's 3098 and you're on Saturn. But let me be the one to tell you, they haven't figured out spaceships yet, not to the capacity where we can get on them and ride them around without like seriously being injured. They haven't done that yet. I mean, I wish they did. I like a spaceship. I think that shit's pretty cool. I'd like to be able to drive a spaceship to work. could probably get there faster than driving in a car. But there's no way to escape reality. 
and the thought that you can attempt to do it is just sad. The new Apple goggles, they look cool, but why the hell do you need to buy uh, goggles for like $4,000 to escape reality? Just because you're so miserable, you need to spend four grand on that? Why aren't you saving that four grand and maybe put it towards something important? Why don't you go to Vegas? Why don't you buy a house? Why don't you save that for a car? Why don't you buy something else with it? Why the fuck would you spend that much money on goggles? Because you want to be in virtual reality. I definitely think that this is really sad. And they look stupid. Have you seen these people with these goggles on, like, running into shit? The best part of these goggles is that the Simpsons predicted this. I just think that the Simpsons have predicted everything that's happened in reality. And I find it very entertaining, and I love it. These goggles are dumb. Do not drop that much money on them. You don't need to. TJ Maxx is definitely cool. It's definitely another alternative to thrifting and Amazon. Um, there's also Marshalls. I don't know where you live, but in New England, they have TJ Maxx and Marshalls. And I really think that it's another great alternative. And I have talked about them before. They have like affordable things, reasonably priced. And they have an array of things in the store, which is definitely important. When you are going into a clothing store, you want an array of things. And you don't just want a slight amount of stuff. So take that into consideration for a moment. I think TJ Maxx is definitely a store you want to try. Updating your wardrobe. We've talked about this multiple times too. Updating your wardrobe is important because, like, if you work at a serious job or you have a serious career, you have to dress the part. And dressing the part means you can't walk around looking rinky-dinky. Now, I have to invest more money and time and effort into my wardrobe, and I'm going to have to go through my closet. So I don't know if I'm going to do that this weekend or the next weekend I have off. But I got to go through my closet. I got to go through my clothes. I got to go through my accessories. And I got. I seriously need to upgrade everything. Because in order for me to reach my goals. My career moves. Where I want to be. I have to look the part and play the part. It's important to upgrade your wardrobe also. So you can like what you're wearing. Like you can like your style. And you can like everything that's in your closet. You don't need to have a closet full of crap you're never going to wear. That's taking up space that you could have for more things that you actually like in it. Don't have a closet full of crap that you're like, I don't know what I'm going to wear this. I don't know if I like this. Don't do that to yourself. Don't. Next part of the conversation, why you need things that fit. Because if you don't have things that don't fit you, then how are you going to wear them? Do you really want to go somewhere and be uncomfortable and you can't breathe? Or do you really want to go somewhere where your clothes are too big and it looks like you're like, I don't know, wearing someone else's clothes. You need to have things that foot you and look correct. And that's it. Moving on from the main part of the conversation. Thank you for tuning into it. Let's get into watching things. I want a new season of Taurus. Have you seen that show? It's on Netflix. It's really good. I think it's like a Canadian or a... Uh, I don't think it was Canadian. It was... Um, it was an Australian show. It was very good. I really enjoyed it. I kind of want a season two of it. I don't know if they'd bring it back, but I think they need to. Dear writers on Netflix, can you bring back Tourist? Please and thank you. Gatsby, I don't know the last time I watched it, but I'm willing to because I love that movie. Leonardo DiCaprio is an excellent actor. He's been in a bunch of movies that I've loved, and that's definitely one of the movies that he's done a great job with. So bravo to him. Uh, I saw something called Ready Player One. Looks pretty interesting. Waves, Shortcomings, Red Life, Cobra Kai, which is on Netflix. All this is on Netflix that I'm naming. And The Devil All the Time, which looks like something I'd probably like to watch. Um, outside of that, still catching up on uh, Kitch- uh, not Kitchen, uh, um, Hell's Kitchen Season 5. Um, it's Thursday. There's nothing on, so I'm just watching Fox. Uh, looking for something new on Netflix, maybe. Perhaps I'll get into a dating show. I did start South Park Season 1 on Max. So I'm still laughing watching that. South Park is fucking hilarious. Love it. 
But outside of that, maybe looking for a new show on Disney. And I know I was like not watching Disney a lot, but I do love Star Wars. So that is my stuff. Moving on from watching things to eating things. Thanks for tuning in to Star Watch. Uh, let's get into Veek Star, Veek Star. Protein yogurt drinks. I really want to get back into that. So I am considering Herbalife or Tone It Up. But Tone It Up is definitely cheaper. But I think that Herbalife is better if you want a concise constraint. So I'm considering that. Um, going to be looking into that more seriously. And we've talked about that before. But I think the best way to start your day off is with a uh, protein drink. Or maybe even a yogurt drink. And I think it's definitely light, more flavorful, and easier to eat. That's something that you could replace a meal with for maybe lunch or breakfast. And I think that's definitely a great, healthy option. Uh, dill pickle chicken salad. That dill pickle chicken salad might not be as bad as we think it is. I'm, I, I did watch the um the video on this, right? And it did look cool, but I guess the only question that I would have is like, how do you like make sure you don't overdo the chicken and make it taste like it's a pickle? And like, I don't know, how, how do you do that without overdoing it, right? That, that would be my question. I feel like there's a lot of ways you can make this good. And I think, you know, clearly you want to follow the instructions when you make this. So basically, you want to take up pickles, right? You want to put them into a stand mixer and or a, um, I'd even say maybe even a blend jet or your blender. Whatever your blender is you have, put the pickles into the blender. Blend that up with some like um, heavy cream or olive oil. Blend that together. Put that to the side, right? Then I'd say... You're going to have to make your salad. So you're going to need some arugula or you're going to need whatever lettuce you want to eat here. And then um, you should grill chicken or air fry it. So um, here's what you do. You get dill pickles in the jar. You're not using all of them. You, you didn't blend all of them. So you've got like, I don't know, two, three left. Take those. Take the chicken and marinate the chicken in that for about five minutes, right? Take the chicken out of the bag after you marinate that with that. Then uh, obviously spray your one pan. Add in lemon juice and lightly cook the chicken, right? Or maybe even put this in the air fryer. You want to cook the chicken and make sure the chicken is completely cooked. Then you want to start to dress the salad. We're putting in lettuce, uh, grape tomatoes, um bacon if possible some sort of feta and then you take that pickle dressing that you created and you pour that on top of it tell me that's not going to be good i think you'll be really surprised with how much flavor that is and how good it tastes damn i kind of wish i had that right now chicken taco soup creamy chicken taco soup so basically to make creamy chicken taco soup you need this heavy cream Salsa, cheese, jalapenos, uh, tomatoes, uh, chicken, and rice, and sour cream, and cream cheese. And you want to start to layer everything in slowly. And you can make this in a soup pot. 
or you can make this in a slow cooker actually if you want this to really be flavorful i'd say go slow cooker for this <coughs> you want to slightly mix it every so often this could be done within 30 minutes to an hour in a slow cooker or i'd go maybe an hour and a half in a slow cooker you could you could cook this in a pot for about 35 40 minutes i think you're going to be so surprised with how flavorful this is that you're going to want to make this all the time pomodoro sauce i found that on pinterest i don't know what that's going to taste like mm, no clue garlic steak bites so i'm assuming with garlic steak bites you take steak and you chop it into pieces and then you mix it with like a garlic marinade or a garlic sauce and then you could have that with rice and another side cottage cheese salad mm. what is cottage cheese salad are we talking about like cottage cheese with like tomatoes or like cottage cheese with like some sort of lettuce and like a salad dressing i don't know something like that do you think you try a cottage cheese salad like honestly mm. i think that maybe if it was mixed with some sort of like <laughs> tuna or like salad chicken i'd give it a try i'd, I'd give it a try what do you think stars do you think that'd be something you try i don't know like i like cottage cheese i'm willing to try it anyways Thank you for tuning in to this Thursday pod of Born to be a Star. I'm about to lay back down and hopefully get better because i got to go back to work tomorrow. So I'll see you same place, same time on the Star Network. Thank you for tuning in to Born to be a Star. And I'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. And for all those in America, don't forget, we pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And all those around the world, don't forget, we're on your side. We are stars. Doesn't matter where you are. Doesn't matter what time it is. You're a star all day, every day, every second, every way. To eternity and beyond. We are going to change not just this world, but this galaxy and this universe. Because we are the light in the darkness. And I see your light in the darkness. Don't forget your star power. Don't forget how amazing you are, how bright you are, how resilient you are, and how incredible you are your star power is you and don't let anybody stop you the world is just your oyster and i'll see you tomorrow have a wonderful wonderful thursday night stars <coughs> as i choke to death see you tomorrow same place same time as always don't forget that you're a star wherever you are the light and the darkness me and you us all together we are stars bye